Welcome to the Podity. I'm Nate. I'm Stephen. And this is the show where we talk about all things nerdy, from radioactive spiders to great responsibility. And today, we'll be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Hello, Z! So before we begin, I'd like to begin with a spoiler alert. Throughout this episode, we're definitely going to be talking in details of what we liked about Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched Spider-Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. perhaps you might want to wait a little bit till you've watched it and then come back and listen to us. Yep. So definitely big, heavy spoiler alert in big, bold red letters. We're going to be talking in detail about what we like about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. All right. And if you're a kind of person that don't ca- doesn't care about spoilers, then, you know, welcome. So let's begin with a few things. That, let's begin with what we liked about Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, right off the bat, I... Oh, I, the, the movie begins first, which I found so uh, kind of jarring. There was no title sequence to begin the movie. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember turning to you like, oh, this is I, different. I'll, yeah, you said movie begin. I'm like, yeah, there's no title sequence. Yeah. Right, it was so weird. But then, of course, slightly a little bit after that, there is a Marvel title sequence. Yeah, just lacking the 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 typical Marvel opening theme, mm-hmm. which has been kind of the theme that Marvel has been going for recently. Yeah, I think Shang Chi didn't have yes, the, correct the theme as well. The Eternals yeah. didn't have the theme as well. Yeah, I, maybe they're going moving in a different direction for Phase Four. I think so. I think it's just uh something different something new yeah yeah and like but they did have the title card sequence mm-hmm. which i love so much they added spider-man in it yes and they added shang chi in it as well yeah right and oh, it's i i really like that a lot it's a new face yeah and like the the title sequence for over the years have been so interesting like especially after endgame where mm-hmm. some of the characters died they grayed out the characters mm-hmm I love that so much. And then especially the one in Loki. Oh, where yeah, it was all gold and like... Yes, yes. Uh, the Loki theme, yeah, basically, Loki right? Theme, yeah. Yeah. And then they also had the blue theme in, I think it was Captain Marvel. Kind of signifying that it is the... They are the next kind of phase, I think, in my opinion. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I, well, I can't remember, to be honest with you. Yeah, but well, yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's basically... As much as we can talk about a t- Marvel title sequence, <laughs> so yeah, it, like when as you watch the movie, you begin right off where um, Spider-Man: Far From Home ended, which is Peter on the lamppost. Yeah, and I think it's so amazing, right? Because yes, this movie is the I mean the previous movie kind of prepared us for this movie like two right. years ago. Yes. So coming to this is right away. Oh yeah, I remember. At least this is how I feel. I remember Peter was in trouble because of the fake news in the sense by Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio yeah. yeah. And like it the amazing part about this is it also they set it they set the whole premise of the movie up like back in twenty nineteen when the movie first came out. That's right, yeah. And Far From Home ended. But they also re- revisited it mm. at the beginning of this movie with um what's his name? J. Jonah Jameson yep. on the screen with his oh my goodness, with perfect performance he, I, he is so well suited for this oh, role yeah. I mean, he was, he's been this role like since as long as there's been a mainstream Spider-Man movie yes that's true so yeah. yes uh, perfect portrayal of J. Jonah Jameson and also Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio you know revealing who Spider-Man was yeah and then you cut to the scene back again with MJ on the ground with everybody crowding around her and then 
the movie goes on. We're not going to explain the movie because, like we mentioned, you probably have seen the movie already. And if you haven't, I don't want to rob you of the whole experience. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know, just before we move on, uh, I was watching... I, I th- okay, firstly, there's so many talented people over YouTube that does the, the like... Frame by frame. Frame, frame by frame. Yeah. And actually, there, this part uh, when when I think they reveal Peter's identity, I think someone mentioned like, oh, you're just a kid. There's a reference back to yeah. Spider-Man 1. Tobey uh, Maguire's Spider-Man. It wasn't Spider-Man? Yeah, it was in the yeah, train, in right? Yeah, in the train and his and then, mask was off yeah, because he, like, he's just a kid. He's unconscious, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do recall that, yeah. That was yeah, an so amazing, like, that was an amazing throwback. This movie has so many good throwbacks throughout yeah, the it's movie. It's so littered, crazy, yeah. And it's insane. You, like, oh, it's so good. And, okay, so after that, one of my, like, the next thing that really stuck out to me was um, when the Department of oh, Something Cleanup, no. yeah, the yeah, DODC, yeah. Yeah. they were, they went to... In, investigate and interrogate mm. Peter, Ned, and MJ, yep. and Aunt May as well. Yes. And then they were talking to each other and like Ned just immediately crumbles. <laughs> you know, that, that is amazing, it's so yeah. hilarious. That's the kind of person he is. Yeah. I mean, he's not... I mean, we're not watching like a super spy movie and these guys are well-trained yeah. under pressure. They're kids, he, you know? <laughs> he, especially, especially Ned, you know? He's like, no, I knew, I knew Spider-Man first. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so you're saying you helped him uh, with like conceal his identity is like <laughs> I plead the fifth that was so hilarious but another thing that caught my eye was when uh, the detective of the the head of I guess of the DODC the head DODC mm. agent was talking to um, Peter and mm-hmm. he, Peter was like just ask Nick Fury he was there when I was talking to Mysterio and That's then right, yeah. the agent was like Nick Fury's been off planet for a, over a year yeah, and I'm just wondering how much this, how big is this organization? Right, and it's yeah. and it it poses so many questions. That just that one statement, like first of all, yes, Nick Fury. We've seen that Nick Fury has been off world in a scroll yes, spaceship. Yeah, but and then we have seen the the scroll agent posing as Nick Fury. Yep, and but how like how does this DODC agent, even if he was the head of the DODC, yep, how does he know Nick Fury's whereabouts? Exactly right, and how does he know he's been off-world for a whole year? So many theories which, from all yeah, of this, right? Which leads me to, I did ask Steven right after the movie, he was like, was that DODC agent a scroll? Yeah, that's what's, uh, yeah, it's so crazy. It's, that's, it's, it's been bugging me since now. It's He has to be a scroll. Yeah. Of course, at this point, I we have to point out that we haven't watched Hawkeye. Maybe there's an answer there. Mm, uh, yeah, well, definitely. I don't know. think there might be an answer in Hawkeye, but we haven't watched Hawkeye. So we don't know, right? But yeah. we just have to put it out there. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. But really, it's it's so curious. Oh, you know, yeah, like... Yeah, man. Like, how would they know, right? Mm. And... Uh, I wonder... I, I The most important thing is I wonder what Nick Fury's reaction is coming back to <laughs> You know? And which brings me to another point I'll discuss later regarding the spell and ev- mm. everything, but like, yeah. So after this whole event, like Matt, um, Peter Parker meets legal counsel. Oh my god! Uh, Amazing. And of course, who do they go to? One, yeah. of the, one of the best lawyers from Hell Kitchen. You see Charlie Cox, you know Matt Murdock. Yeah, Charlie yeah. Cox reprising his role as Matt Murdock. That was amazing. It was a surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I did kind of know it going in. Oh, you you do okay. Uh, yeah, but still seeing him on screen, uh, it, and his. And like like the whole DODC agent knowing about 
Nick Fury, this poses such a big question as well. Mm. If Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock is on screen, and uh, spoilers for Hawkeye, but I know that there is mention of King Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin mm. in yep, yep. Hawkeye. This means that the whole Netflix Marvel TV series universe is kind of definitely in the MCU. Exactly. Yeah. Which is like, which means Iron Fist, uh, Jessica yes. Jones, and um. Ooh, Luke Cage. Yeah, the whole defenders. All the, the whole defenders, all yeah. of them are in the MCU. Yeah, I I mean I have a whole thing that I was thinking of, but I'll, I'll get to that later when we in the, our next segment. I suppose. Right. Yeah. yeah. But oh, the defenders in the MCU that would be so amazing mm. because essentially now they're the defenders are not world level heroes like Captain mm. America or yep. Iron Man. Man, if you really think about it now, neither is Spider Man. Yeah. Exactly. Although Spider-Man has has the capability to be yeah. at Avenger level, but he's your neighbor, yeah. f- you know, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, that's his that's his bread and butter. Yeah, you know? and the most important thing for me about this is if the whole Defenders TV series universe is in the MCU, this means David Tennant is part of the MCU. Yes. Oh, my Doctor. Yeah, and I mean, uh. Matt Smith is in the next Marvel yes, movie. Yes, Matt Smith is going to be in Morbius. Yep. And, you know, Karen Gillan is already, already in. Yeah. I mean, she's a big star already. Yeah, so. and oh my goodness, can you imagine that interaction if they, if they ever come upon it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I was telling uh, Ned when we were, I think just after the movie ended, imagine yeah. like in the Morbius movie where I think they're looking for Dr. Morbius, but they bump into uh, Matt Smith instead and they say, are you the doctor? I, you know, I think I will just. I would. I mean, I would love if they do it, and I would flip out. But I will oh. flip out. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a cheap pop. You know, <laughs> it is a cheap. Oh. I'll take it though. <laughs> I, 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 I live for this kind of cheap pops, man. Uh, but I yeah. will. I love it so much. All right, back to back yeah, to Spider Man. Yes. Right, yeah. we'll get back to Spider Man. Um, oh, that scene when the brick flies through the window. Yes, and you see Peter is ready to catch it, but Matt has already caught it. Yep. Matt has already caught it. Yeah. That was amazing. I love the next line. What kind of lawyer are you? A very good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing, man. And one more thing that was funny about the scene was I believe it was that scene. Uh they showed a picture of Happy. Uh-huh. Oh, and it the was, hair. Yeah, and it was Happy from Iron Man 3, I believe. Yeah. yeah and yeah, back yeah. in the flashback for the New Year's party. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, John Favreau was saying, at least they used a good picture. <laughs> oh, I love John Favreau. Yes. And I'm bringing this up now because if you don't realize, John Favreau also played a version of Foggy in a Daredevil movie. Oh, really? I Foggy Nelson? Yeah. John Favreau was Foggy Nelson to, uh, what's his name? Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. I forgot that Ben Affleck is Daredevil. Yeah, a lot. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, thank- I'm, I'm so happy for you that you could forget that movie. I can't. <laughs> it's stuck in my brain, but... Uh, I mean, like, I'm not bashing on the movie. I do really do enjoy that. That it's, I really do enjoy that Daredevil movie. It's kind of funny. I guess so. I mean, I I do want to rewatch now that I remember. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, but like, oh, I love John Favreau as a person so much. He's had his hands in so many amazing things over the years. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we'll move on with the next Spider-Man portion. Yeah. Yeah. Um. When they move, because of the danger in their apartment, they, of course, move over to Happy's apartment. Mm, yeah. Oh, and I love Dummy. <laughs> Dummy is in Happy's apartment, of course. Exactly, yeah. Of course he is. 
Yeah, and I think the the whole part is so nice because it's just a very comedic scene where, I mean, the next bit was, I think uh, Peter is just talking to MJ and and then Happy was yeah, sleeping, sleeping and then... Sleeping in, oh, in like, commas. Exactly, yeah. And like, can you just say goodbye already? <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. just trying to sleep. Like, so you've been listening all this time? I think that's what... Not by, my, not, by, not by my own intention or something like that. Yeah, because, I mean, they're in the same room and Peter kind of speak very loudly. <laughs> I mean, Happy was snoring. I, I guess so. So it's not really Peter's fault. <laughs> you know, but it was just a nice nice comedic moment. Yeah. yeah. And also, I love the moment where like, they keep talking about Peter's acceptance letters from the different universities. Mm. And in every scene, you see Dummy is fixing the Lego Death Star. Yeah. And then the last one came in, it was MIT. And then everybody was so excited about it. Dummy accidentally destroys the yeah. Oh, it's such a dummy thing to do. Du- like dummy, for, you know. For 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 a robot that has no per- like no character personality, he has amazing comedic timing. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from Dummy was I think in the original Iron Man, where uh-huh. might have been Iron Man two, where uh his uh Tony's arc reactor was removed. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to crawl to the old arc reactor. Uh-huh. And then he couldn't reach it. Uh-huh. And then Dummy just brought it down to him. Yeah. Okay. And he smashed it and put it back in. That was oh. Yeah. Dummy I love Tony's um relationship with Dummy. <laughs> and there was another scene where it was like, oh I'm sorry, am I getting in your way? Dummy <laughs> like oh. Dummy is an important part of MCU, I believe. I think he, I think Dummy should win uh Best Supporting Act. Best Supporting Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Not even Jarvis. Not even Friday. <laughs> no. Not even what's her name? Uh Edith? No. Edith, yeah. Dummy. Dummy for the win. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> right. So the next thing I want to bring up would be um Flash's autobiography. Yeah. Uh, this Marvel has been doing that a lot, especially with uh what's the previous show called? Uh, Eternals yes. as well with yeah. Superman and I believe it was Batman, Batman and, and yeah. But what I left to bring up was his autobiography. His autobiography was named Flashpoint. Yeah, which is, uh, which it's, you a, know, it's a heavy nod to DC, right? Because yeah. one of the most iconic, uh, Flash story, story not even Flash. It's like one of the most unco- iconic storylines in all of comics, I believe, because yeah, you know, get, yeah. it, it's it was a very good reboot. Yep, for yep. Uh, Flashpoint was a really good reboot for DC. Yeah, and. In a Marvel MCU movie, with a book n- giving a nod to Flashpoint, especially, especially in a movie like No Way Home, where there are so much things about the multiverse and timelines, and I mean this is the end of the movie where it's really, it's actually where I mean we're talking about the whole movie is about a reboot, right? Yeah, Spider Man and and they have Flashpoint. Oh, I didn't, re- I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I was talking yeah. about it when the movie ended. No, but I think we, I was stuck on the oh I mean the show just case, talking like, about Flashpoint yeah. yeah but it's actually like a, f- a reboot which is Flashpoint yeah, yeah exactly okay, I, yeah. I, it, like the more I think about it the more I loved it because I love it yeah it's a reboot for Spider-Man and it was Flashpoint and it's perfect you know like that was a oh I love this kind of foreshadowing right yes and yeah. also I love the kind of relationship that Marvel is trying to do with DC mm-hmm. you know giving subtle nods to DC as well because yeah. at this point Marvel's winning why not be a gracious winner <laughs> right well I don't know whether that's their intention but we can only hope it's not know? their intention but I'm sure it's not their intention but they're winning for sure you know uh, yeah winning is definitely why not yeah. Why not be gracious winners you know give subtle nods to the other competitors 
Yeah. Uh, it's, it's only going to make you look better. Yeah. I mean, when the, in, when the comic industry is on the rise, everybody wins. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Next up. Um, they, I would think the next thing that most interests me was Wong, <laughs> who is now the Sorcerer Supreme. What a revelation, though. <laughs> On a technicality, which, I mean, as you are listening, we're all nerds, so you must love technicality. Yep. Therefore, Wong being the Sorcerer Supreme on a technicality, amazing. And, and clearly, he, although he's, he's the superior sorcerer, he has no control over Stephen Strange. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, Wong. I love Wong. I love yeah. Wong. Benedict Wong is such an amazing actor. I love <laughs> everything that he's been a part of. And so him playing Wong, playing Sorcerer Supreme, and just owning it is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And if you really think about it now, like him being the Sorcerer Supreme and still appearing in the, the, the pit fights in Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. What is that about, man? No, because I think he... He didn't get the support from Stephen Strange, so he has to do everything himself. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it does make sense now, the fact that, you know, Eddie on Shang-Chi? Yeah. That scene where there's Hulk and whoever. Yes. It wasn't Stephen Strange. It, wasn't, it was Wong. So it was yeah. Wong. It's a Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, because... Because <laughs> it's a Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. Oh, man. And I, I, I'm sure that guy's overworked. I, I'm very certain Stephen Strange is not helping him at all. For sure. Stephen will only help when he becomes a Sorcerer Supreme. He's just one, He's the guy that just want to party. Right now, he's just chilling, man. Yeah. He's wearing like he's wearing his hoodie. his his Columbia u- yeah. hoodie, you know, with his cape, using magic for fun, yeah. and party, partying, and then making Wong forget about the parties. <laughs> yeah, he's just having the time of his life, Stephen Strange. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's partially salty that he's not <laughs> Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably. I mean, I I think his plan is probably to let Wong suffer until he gives it up. <laughs> And then Steven will be like, oh yeah, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> I won't be surprised, but yeah, it's so funny. I love that, yeah. And then the next thing that I really liked was the spell that they were casting. Oh, the way they are casting it? Yes. Yeah, oh, the, 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 amazing, the, yeah. The graphics, whenever it comes to Doctor Strange's spells, it's amazing. And especially this one, wherever, whenever Peter changed something, he's just like, oh, okay, you know what? Push it down, draw another line, cast another spell. And then, I yeah. think Doctor Strange did it, what, six times? Six changes? Oh, okay. So, so, okay, again, this is give all credit to, I think, I can't remember, Screen Ran or something, or, or spoiler alert. I can't New Rockstars, I think. I, I, there's so many of this, right? right and yeah. they mentioned that, the one I watched is that, Peter actually, changed it only five times. Yeah, yeah Peter only said five times, but the sixth one must be for Strange, Strange himself. himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, That was one of the theories. I think it was New Rockstars. They, mm. they, they said, the sixth change was that, Pete, like, Doctor... Um, Stephen Strange probably changed the spell for him to remember Peter as well. Yeah, yeah Because, yeah. you know, soft spot for Peter. Which, then it kind of makes sense because at the end of it, when the spell is to really forget who is Peter Parker. Yeah. He was so reluctant. Yeah. I also really love that all the, this trilogy of Spider-Man movies, he's always had kind of like a mentor figure mm, yeah. in all of them. Yeah. First one was, of course, Tony Stark. Yep. That really mentored him yep. a lot. Second one was Mysterio, who was turned out to just be using him. Yes. And the third one, that was Stephen Strange, was kind of viewing him as an equal. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. but Stephen Strange realizing that even Stephen Strange saying, like Doctor Strange saying, you know, we saved the universe together. Sometimes I forget that you're just a kid. Mm. But there, Stephen Strange definitely feels it feels more like he views Peter as an equal. 
Definitely. I mean, it's in the in the conversation, right? I mean, Peter called him call sir. Me and Peter, like, please yeah. call me call Stephen. Me Stephen yeah. And then when Stephen. Peter does it, then he decided to be... Yeah. That sounds strange. And like, he's just being... You know, he's poking fun, but he's... It's he more really of is, a yeah. peer than a... Yeah, he actually does see Peter as a peer. I love that a lot. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's very subtle because Peter is so awkward. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Peter just keep calling him sir. Yeah. That was so... Uh, like, Peter, we saved, we saved the universe together. I think you can stop calling me sir. <laughs> okay, Stephen... That sounds weird. <laughs> so yeah, it's I, I do love that all the Spider-Man movies, and like I did mention this to you as well, MCU movies in general, they really do benefit from having this kind of, yes, it is a Spider-Man movie, but there's a little bit of Doctor Strange in it. Mm, I love that Yes, as well, it's yeah. a Spider-Man movie, but there's a little bit of Nick Fury in it, you know? Or Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. The, yes, it is a Captain America movie, but it's regarding Civil War, yeah. so everybody's in it, you know? Yeah. And it's it, it really helps weave a larger, more diverse and a proper net. story. You know, yeah. it is, everything is not so... It's an island by itself, but rather you're part of a city where everything's connected. Exactly. You know? it's, like a, it's a bigger net. Yeah. And I love that so much. I mean, it's the one thing that they can probably do for any... Especially when they re- introduce mm. a new character. Like I said, why Spider-Man was such a success was partly because Tony was in the movie. And his introduction was in Civil War, actually. Yeah. Uh, what a, and what an introduction exactly. that was, right? Yeah. So, it it really helps newer movies, like for example, Black Panther as well. Yeah. His introduction was Civil in War. Civil War. That was a fantastic and introduction as well. Exactly. And so when they re- launched his movie, it wasn't. It was amazing, and it was very welcome. Yeah, yeah. And in in Black Panther itself, they had other established people in it as well yep yep and it was so amazing mm. actually with this point just now with uh with the whole trilogy of spider-man right i was just thinking how amazing this trilogy is because in the beginning right like what you said is peter looking up to someone like tony stark as right. a mentor yeah the second one actually was peter figuring things out himself after being duped by after losing a mentor yep. and then now he has to figure things out himself yeah, of course, with Mysterio involvement. But at the end of it, I remember the scene when he finally okay, I need to do this. I need to do things myself, and he start making his own suit. Yeah, according when to his came need, along, yeah. that was amazing because that's his growth. It's always there's this nice character growth, and the last one is really when he's being challenged on in terms of morality. Right. His yeah. own when your villain is so personal to you by yeah. killing Aunt May, and yeah. me, yeah, and. Yeah, and then he has to struggle through his own morality, and I think that's such a wonderful character growth. I'm just thinking that the you know the whole hero's journey exactly portion yeah. is always going up, and it's so interesting. And the best yeah. thing about it now is that he is a well-established, well-formed hero. Yeah, starting out all over again by exactly. himself. Yeah, which is oh, I look forward. I really do hope. Like there are rumors that. Tom Holland's gonna make another trilogy. I really do hope. That yeah, Marvel I really want to see this Spider-Man. You know, after you see all this backstory, right? Yeah, he's so well formed. He's he he has saved the world, but nobody's no nobody knows about it. Exactly. He has went through the moral 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 portion thing with Anmi and death of Anmi and the whole speech as well. Right. Yeah. And he met himself. I love himself. it so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm jumping the gun. No, yeah, well, I mean, this is the kind of thing that we do. We go off on tangents, yeah. and we will try and find our way back. So I believe we were at um the Sanctum Sanctorum. Mm, yes. And so the next thing that was when it was casting the spell, uh, when it, you know, went tits up. Yep. 
they had like doc- Doctor Strange had to contain it. Yep. In that like dodecahedron, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, it reminded me so much of What If when they yes, contained yeah. that that entity in the mm. kind of sphere as well. Oh, and What If was so amazing. Yeah, and it is. It answers the question of the multiverse that we're starting to question in MCU as well. Yep. As especially with Loki, with mm. uh, Multiverse of Madness coming up, and with One Division and everything. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's gonna be amazing. Mm. Yeah. And then subsequently we move because of the spell there was interruptions and everything. So Doctor Strange went off to do something. Steve um Peter Parker went off and he met encountered Doc Ock. Yeah, oh that battle scene though. Doc oh, Ock scene. Yeah. It, yeah. It was so f- amazing. And no, my one of my like yes, the interaction with Doc Ock was so amazing. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part about that whole interaction was you know, when Peter got Doc Ock to assimilate to his nanotech. Yeah. So he kind of fights over. <laughs> yep. And you hear just the laugh. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. The famous... <sighs> and Willem Dafoe's laugh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The I think Goblin. he's gotten even scarier since he acted in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I think so, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Just that laugh. Oh, set chills down my spine, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. And, like... It, it was so amazing that from there like there are so many amazing things in this movie but oh my goodness like one of the complaints I had about um, one of the previous Amazing Spider-Man movies was there was too much going at once mm. right with Electro and like yeah. everything and yeah. then at the end they just throw in Rhino and everything yep, yep. but this movie had it really it really did it perfectly I think yeah, you you never f- you feel like you can focus on what is going on. Exactly, the battle yeah. it flows much better as well. Yeah, and even the battle with okay, going back to Doc Ock, right? Uh, in f- the way the battle ended, it just showcased the kind of technology is uh, yes. this Spider Man is is given exactly, yeah, uh, which is by Stark Industry, right? Definitely, uh, the yeah. nanotech, and I think it's so I I like it because you know in the first Spider Man where Tobey Maguire Spider Man really have to just fight because he just wear a normal suit, yep, and this. Spider-Man have all this nano attack and the battle ended in no I think not couple even a minute yeah. couple of minutes yeah. maybe yeah and and then yeah, Doc Ock couldn't do anything yeah I, I, I like that you know I mean it's a new I know a new Spider-Man it's a new technology and yeah the battle is completely different and also at this scene was when um, Peter was saving pulling the tripping the cars yes, to the side yeah. of the bridge yeah. which is like a nod to uh, a previous Spider-Man as yes, well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, and then he gets bamfed back to the Sanctum Centaurum. In yeah, the yeah. Ba- yeah. So, at oh, just, oh, I just want to point out Willem Dafoe's, his laugh, <laughs> and his slow, his low and slow menacing rumble of a voice. Yeah. His, his, his green goblin voice. Oh my goodness, so amazing. What a, I mean, it's, a, it's so scary, really. Uh, and okay, so mm. another th- like I'm just gonna move forward to another thing that I really love mm. was the Spidey sense in the Astro Plane. So when yeah, like, yeah, were, yeah. like when Peter was fighting against uh, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange bamfed his soul into the Astro Plane, mm. and you could see that the the tingles yep, yep. on his head, like in comics and in like the old cartoons. Yeah, and it's so amazing that you could see this thing because it's a thing that it's how do you how do you represent that in a movie like MCU, right? Yep. 
and I'm so glad they found a way to do it with Doctor Strange astral which astral is projection. perfect you know yeah. Right. yeah and also because of his like Peter Tingle yep. he's able to move the his reflexes goes faster than his consciousness yeah. so his subconscious level exactly which is that's why that happened Do- Doctor Strange couldn't pick up the, yeah. the box yeah. and I love that explanation it, it, it makes a lot of sense yeah it does I mean there's no way you can do things when it's in, con- in it's not in your subconscious I mean if it's conscious what am I talking about sorry <laughs> I, I got I confused myself yeah but no. if it's in your conscious mind you won't be you won't be able to react so fast yeah, exactly. Basically, and yeah. and and oh, I love it. it. It rocks, man, seriously. Yeah. It just rocks that they bring this kind of logic into the astral plane. Yeah. You Mini know what details. else? Yeah, you know what else rocks? Geometry. <laughs> but before that, I, I I love the scene where Peter was fighting Doctor Strange. He cut he put a web towards the building, right? He used the web to and run away. Doctor Strange portal it. Portal it and so he, to he, hit he his own leg. Nose, he took his own leg. Yeah. And he caught himself. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was perfect, man. And also, there's another scene when they were fighting in the mirror dimension mm. where it was the... Multiple it mirror. Was, it was the cape versus Peter. Yep, yep. And then there was just a portal with Peter falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So amazing. It reminds me so much of uh, later in the series, mm. later in the movie as well, Doctor Strange said he was caught in the Grand Canyon for 12 hours. It reminds me of Loki. I've been falling for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those moments, so hilarious. MCU really has a good um, track record of bringing levity and a, this kind of humor into the serious moments of movies. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, man. That's longer than Loki. <laughs> eh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I guess I guess Loki got his revenge. Peter got his Peter got Loki's revenge for him. <laughs> yeah. That was and amazing though, the way he beat Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, with mess. It's 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 this kind of mess. things, you know. I did mention this even while we were talking after the movie. Like, Doctor Strange is such an overpowered... It's not really overpowered, but he's a really powerful character. Mm. And the fact that Peter can Peter can win him with geometry and stuff like this, it really shows how you level out the difference in power yeah. for different characters. Especially for somebody like Spider-Man to a cosmic entity like... A possible cosmic entity like Doctor Strange. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing. I have a meta question though. Yeah, do you that? do you remember? Did he say math or maths? Math. Oh, okay. So American accent. So his British side didn't come out. I'm just is wondering. Did he say maths? Because maths is maths. That's British. That's math British. Is, yeah. Yeah. Math is just American. I'm just thinking. Did he say math or maths? <laughs> I think he said geometry. No. Uh. I'm good at geometry. Then he say what? Then he when he spoke to Doctor. Oh Shea, yeah, he is it math rocks? What? Yeah. yeah, what's better than ma- magic? Math. Math. Yeah. Math. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So there is also the um. We're coming to the part where they're trying to cure each other. Doc Ock gets cured. Yeah. Okay. That's that. Oh, that's amazing scene, which is uh, actually inspired by an an enemy. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And. You see Doc Ock get cured and then they're about to cure Electro. Oh, one thing. An Electro walks into Happy's apartment, the static. Love it. Yep. Makes Details. so much sense. Yeah. yeah. And then once Doc Ock gets, gets cured, oh, oh, before that, they shared a scene. Aunt May and Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. Freshwater assault. You know, that was so funny. Because you are an octopus. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's a subtle nod, I think, to when Doc Ock got married to Aunt May in the comics. Mm. That was a really good comic book, by the way. If you've ever, if you ever get a chance to read it. I, I can't remember the art. Just Google it. I'm sure you will find it. Right. Yep. Yep. 
And then we get to Doc Ock telling Norman Osborn, or who he thought was Norman Osborn. Actually, his voice changed already. His voice changed already, and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and then you see, oh, that, that creepy moment with Peter and the Tingle. Yeah, and he just couldn't figure out what's going on, yeah. and like, where is this coming from, you know? Yeah, and his, his first sense. reaction was for, to ask me to get ready and, yeah. like, be careful. Like, no, he asked me, run. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he thwipped. And then uh, the whole battle begins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he thwipped uh, Green Goblin to yep. the dummy. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, it's so amazing. Did dummy got destroyed? I think. No, dummy didn't get destroyed. Didn't, okay. I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think so. I don't think dummy got destroyed. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. Dummy still with happy, probably. Okay. That's, that's great. Yeah. And that comes a scene where, you know, May unfortunately gets injured due to the Green Goblin. <sighs> and of course, yeah. uh, she brings out the best line from Spider-Man. Uh, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. Which apparently is the original comic yeah. book line. The Stan Lee's version. Yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, we're all very familiar with, with great power comes great responsibility, but uh, I believe the original quote is the one that Art May actually used yes. in this movie. Yeah. Which is amazing. Man, that scene is so like, it's so tragic. Tra- and it, but it's, it's a classic Spider-Man and it's... Because this Spider-Man hasn't experienced that loss. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, he has experienced it with Tony. Okay, but it's not like... It's, yeah, but Tony I guess, is a yeah. mentor, not a yeah. parental guardian yeah, figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, And Tony didn't die because of injustice. Tony died to save the world. That's it's true. It's a very different... Tony made the choice. Anmi An- An- didn't. Yeah. It was just villain being personal. That's true. Yeah. Oh, but that scene with Happy... Rushing in, oh man, he's shouting a... and asking Peter to run, and Peter was just apologizing. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, mate. I have to go. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. Oh, such a sad and emotional scene, man. In fact, he can't even say goodbye properly Not to her. Yeah, he has know? to run away. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, it, it, they're gonna pin it on him. Yep. But happy, man. Like oh, this, the MCU will be so different without happy. Yeah, I mean, I really do hope he, he they keep his character. I mean, and I'm sure they will. Like and he, I don't yeah. think I don't think John Favreau is going anywhere. He's deeply tied to Disney, Lucasfilm, <laughs> yes. and MCU. He's everywhere. Yeah, bro. but maybe I don't know. I'm really hoping that he's uh, as an actor, although he's an amazing director as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like just look at Mandalorian. Perfect man. The yeah. second season was amazing. Yeah, and okay, so we'll go back to yes, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely <laughs> talk about Mandalorian sometime in the future. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. let's go back to Spider Man No Way Home. Um, whoa. the next scene with Ned using the ring to yeah, open yeah, the portal yeah. show me Peter Parker oh and you see shoot, uh, and th- when he said that immediately I was like it's not that Peter it's not gonna be that Peter and then you see Spider-Man come through and it's Andrew Garfield and that whole scene with Andrew Garfield having to prove that he's <laughs> Peter Parker and Spider-Man is so ridiculous and I love it, you know, it's so stupid. You know, I, definitely his Spider-Man, the fact that he's on the ceiling. Yeah. And then MJ still... Crawl around. Crawl around. I'm not going to crawl around. It seems demeaning. And then Ned was like, my Lola is asking you if you can go into the corner and get the cop. And he's like, yeah, of course. And then he goes up. Because, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, he's Peter Parker. Yep. He's a helpful guy. Yep, yep. And, oh, I really love Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. His portrayal of Spider-Man was, I think, honestly speaking, my favorite. Mm, really? Um, as okay. His portrayal of Spider-Man. Uh, okay, okay, no, I see. His portrayal I see. of Peter Parker. Right, right. But oh, I love it so much. And then he, his, he's like, the first thing he comes in is like, oh, string theory, M theory, 
he's a genius as well. And he said, "Oh, magic is is real magic here is real in this too. Dimension? Yeah. yeah, in this world. Yeah, he's so he's so smart. I mean, that's what Peter is, right? Yeah, and he's a really really smart guy. And then they yeah. try again with another portal, and you see Tobey Maguire's Spider Man walk through. Oh my goodness! And, and he's and they have the scene where both of them do the exact each other, same. Yeah. yeah, but like, oh, it, you see the. In that scene, that one scene, you immediately see the difference in kinds of Spider-Man they are. Mm. Tobey Maguire is so polite and happy, which was always his Spider-Man throughout the three movies. Yep. Andrew Garfield was always kind of the awkward, smart mouth kind of teenager yeah, that yeah. he still is yep. throughout the two movies, and he is here as well. Yes, yeah. So, and like the first thing that came in, uh, he's like, "Why would I? Why would I announce I'm Spider-Man?" Then. Andrew Garfield was like, that's exactly what I just said. <laughs> uh, it's just, there are similarities along all Spider-Mans and that that scene was just such a breath of fresh air. I loved it so yeah. much. And I love the script that is written for them for that scene. Yeah. It's like, they have so many similar lines. Yeah, like what, 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 what you just said earlier. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, I love how Spider Maguire is so polite. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so lovely. I think, honestly speaking, he's the best Peter. Uh, Toby Maguire. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's the best Peter, and uh, and Garfield is the, the best, best Spider Man, and, and I think Holland, Holland is, is the best, best of both. It's kind of in between of both, so he does both pretty well. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I mean, it's it's not saying it's that a different version. It's a different version. But I'm yeah. not saying that we uh, Tom Holland is not good, but I think he's good. He's amazing, honestly. Yeah, all three, three of them, like I love exact, all three yeah. Spider Mans. It's like yeah. I I like all three Spider Man more than I have like when I compare them to Batman. You know, I definitely feel or even Superman, for that matter. I I think so. I don't think we have a very good Superman. No, we have good. Um, like okay, for example, uh, Brendan Routh was a pretty good Superman. Yeah, Horrible yeah. writing. Right. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavill was a was a really good Superman. Horrible writing. Or probably horrible editing and horrible uh, I direction. guess so. Maybe, yeah. Right? Or maybe just not right for the audience at that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But I think if you piece together the um, the Brandon Routh, the Henry Cavill, and the... Um, ooh, what's his name? The most famous Superman. I don't remember. I, oh, I didn't watch it as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't remember his name. So, But you piece together all three of them, you can form the perfect Superman. But we're not here to talk about Superman. We're here to talk about Spider-Man. And Back to Spider-Man. Of course, what they do share is that sense of justice. And when May dies, it kind of goes to the wayside for Peter's vengeance. Mm. And there was a conversation of like, oh, yeah, you know, um, spider Maguire said, I love the top of the Chrysler building. It was my favorite spot. And then uh, spider Spider-Garfield said, oh, I like Empire State. And then... Better they view. B- they both agreed. Yeah, it's a better view. Yeah. And they are like, is there someone? Is there somewhere where Spider Holland would want to go? Yeah. And he hasn't moved to Manhattan yet. He's still a high school student. Exactly. Yeah. So it's his high school in Queens. Yeah. Well, I mean, they this. I love that they set it up. You know. Yeah. Like in the beginning, when he was so overwhelmed with all the media attention, the students, the teachers yeah. hating him, loving him. Uh. Yeah. And he just went up there. So that was a good setup. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to the scene where they portal to Spider Spider Holland, and yeah, they all just hug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We see yep. Spider Maguire and Spider Garfield are on the top of the school. That was I guess, and amazing scene. You such know? an amazing scene. And then Peter, like 
um, Spider Holland yeah. immediately thinks that they're enemies at first. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they even eventually talk it out and oh, that scene was so good, you know? Yeah. Um, them talking about the loss of Uncle Ben because both yep. Spider Maguire and Spider uh, Garfield have yep. lost Uncle Ben's before. Yep. And Spider Holland never had an Uncle Ben. Yeah. Just an Aunt May and he just lost her. Yeah. And they talk about their loss and they talk about how it how rage filled them. Yep. And Spider Garfield spoke about Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And I think there was a very honest conversation between the all of the three of them specifically. And what a performance from Garfield, man. Yeah, man. Oh Actually, all God. of them, to be honest. I, I, Definitely I'm, all of them, but... I was deeply touched in that scene, like, oh my God, this is like a wonderful conversation. Yeah. Like, yes, definitely. And you can see that Spider, Spider Maguire mm. is a older, more mature... Yeah. He's gotten mm. over some of the... Trauma. Trauma yeah. of Uncle Ben, of his loss. He's kind of more or less over his his rage when he ca- when it came to losing yep. his friend, losing his best friend's father yeah. and everything. He's more. He's definitely an older, more seasoned, and more veteran yeah. Spider-Man, and I really do like that. Yeah, I, I so. Yeah. But you could definitely see that Spider Garfield was still living in his trauma. Yes, that's very very true. And yeah. he's still going through the motion of yeah. like he did say, like oh, when I lost Gwen, I kind of went off the bat, and it yeah. kind of made me like think he ca- he really went crazy. Like he, I maybe not as far as killing. Mm. But like definitely maiming or injuring, being more, but I mean using more of his strength. Yeah. Yeah. Being less careful. Yeah. And so it it was just such an amazing performance by Garfield. Yeah, I think so too. I I also note down for this specific scene. Actually, this specific scene is one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, together with the later, later part, part yeah, definitely. When the three of them kind definitely, of like yeah. encourage one another. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I really got back for myself, right? Just this scene is like. You know, sometimes all of us in life have our own trauma, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean we have we cannot help another person. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's just amazing to like it. Like the watch. trauma shouldn't yeah. define us. Yeah, and we definitely have all different have have different ways of living through our traumas. Yep. But just because we have our trauma doesn't mean we it, it's who we are. Yeah. We can help other people through their trauma. As exactly. Well. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's such amazing writing. Yeah. All of the each of these Spider Man have so much depth and in different ways. And yeah, it's really so amazing. So okay, I, I yeah. think it was also this scene where Spider Maguire mm. talked about the symbiote taking over him and be him becoming mm, darker. Yeah, yeah. And like, so it really showed how much he has learned and grown up since then. Mm. And he's all about saving people. Yeah. And when they're talking about let's kick some ass, he's like, nope, cure some ass. Yeah. When he, when you cut to the next scene, which is like in the science lab. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And they were talking, oh, that's another one of my favorite scenes where, like, um, hey, Peter, that all of them, like, me? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, no, this Peter, like, me. Yeah, no, oh, no. And then they, were pointing, Peter. <laughs> they were pointing at each yeah. other, kind of like the Spider Man meme, but they yep. weren't in Spider Man <laughs> costume. But I really did like that a lot. I like that a lot, too. And I think that yeah. was the part where they mentioned also the, the web that comes up from Maguire. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that was so funny. And I think uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, he, he just looked so disgusted by. Yeah, he just kept staring <laughs> yeah. at uh, uh, Spider Maguire's wrists. <laughs> yep. And no, and then like 
Spider Maguire being that awkward kind of polite guy, he's always like, you know, I kind of feel like you're making fun of me. And then, <laughs> and then I think it was Spider Man was like, no, that's so amazing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like I, we've we you've never run out of web, right? And you, you ever you come across this, then he's like, yeah. And then like Spider Man was like, yeah, I had to make my own web, you know, and it's it, it's inconvenient. Yeah. Just, yours just comes out of you. Like, does it come out of just your wrist or other places? That is a very good question, yeah. though. Spider Man is just like just my wrist. That was so hilarious. That whole like all the scenes with the three Spider Man interacting is amazing. It's, it's yeah. amazing. You get to see how different each Spider Man really is. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> they are the same. No, how similar and how different they are. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I love it, man. I it, like the part when Ned was asking about. Uh, uh, Spider, uh, Maguire about best friend, right? Best friend, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he died. My best friend. He he became evil and he got killed. Yeah. Or something like that. Something along those lines. And then Ned later said, "Like, I promise, if I become a wizard, (laughs) I won't. I won't become evil and try to kill you." (laughs) And then you can see at the back, um, Spider Maguire was just like nodding, like, "Yeah, good job." (laughs) Oh, I love Spider Maguire. He's so positive and happy and polite. Yeah. Anyway, we go to the next part where they're trying to um, draw out the villains to them at the Statue of Liberty. Oh, which yeah. Which was getting a makeover with Cap Shield. Yes, yeah. Uh, kind of whatever for me. Like, I don't, re- I don't really like that. I mean, I, I guess... Uh, okay, this is how I rationalize it in my head, right? Within the that universe, the people who live in that universe, they probably, maybe a politician or someone will think that you know, after the whole event with Hawkeye and all that, you know, I think Captain America Shield is a symbol of peace, whatever, and someone kind of come I up mean, with an idea and then someone just said yes. Definitely. No, I think it's yeah. some brilliant politician that was like, you know what will ga- gain me popularity with the people? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, me putting forward this bill to build a Captain America Shield on Lady Liberty. But, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I don't really agree with it. You know, the Lady Liberty stands for so much already. If you were to build a shield and put it next to her, that's fine. Not add it onto her. Yeah. Know, but, yeah but it's it's, it's not uh, my place. But yeah, we cut to that scene and they were all kind of like talking to each other and getting ready for the battle. Mm. And it was such... A, oh, it's like the calm before the storm. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a bit of comedy as well. Definitely, the yeah. They were just thing, talking yeah. and like... Oh, uh, the cracking of backs. Yeah, I was about I was just <laughs> about to bring it up. It's one of my favorite moments. Um Spider Maguire is like trying to crack his back and then he's like, Oh, you got back issues, which is a callback to yes. Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. He keeps falling and then he keeps falling and then he keeps saying, Oh my back. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely from then until now, him being like a grown man, yeah. he would have so much issues with his back. Yeah. So much back troubles. And he was solved by <laughs> And Andrew Garfield was like, Here, let me help you. You want me to help you crack it? <laughs> and then he's like, oh yeah, that's much better. <laughs> I love that so much, man. I think it's these little details that make the show amazing. Like, yeah, you know, in Marvel, there's so many... Uh, yeah, I, what I appreciate from the Marvel shows, they put attention to all these little details. And they just don't like, oh yeah, these are just useless conversation. No, let's put it in. And that brings up so much of the character and I love that so much, yeah. There is no such thing as a useless conversation in a movie, you know. Everything has I, to drive a purpose, Yes, right? I uh, completely agree. And this one... Oh, this interaction between uh, the Spider-Man is just so amazing. Mm. And then we cut to the next point where, it's you know, battle, right? the battle of yeah. all the good versus bad mm-hmm. guys and uh, Electro. Yes. There was yeah. a mask on him. Yeah, the star. Yeah, kind of like the it's in the comic book. Spider-Man comic book and the cartoon from he, the Oh, 90s. yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Oh, I love it, man. 
what else? And then they were like trying to fight, and then they didn't do pretty. They didn't do really well because they're all solo <laughs> fighters, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's one one thing I loved about this scene where uh, they were like, "Yeah, I'm too used to being fighting alone. Like, mm. I don't want to brag, but I was like." I know what to do. I know how to fight in the team. I was I don't want to brag, but I was part of the Avengers. And then Spider Maguire is like, "That's amazing." What's the Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing. It's so wholesome. He's yeah. so wholesome. He's like encourage. He's like uh, encourage like, first. Yeah, he's like a spider dad. You know. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're you're doing that. That's amazing. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> and it's so hilarious and ah, oh, it's so wholesome. And I think there's something that is amazing. Of course, in the earlier part, it's always Toby and. Uh, Garfield that is helping Tom Holland, right? Yeah. This is the first time actually Tom Holland finally start helping the both of them. Like exactly. Hey, I know how to do teamwork. And, and in yeah. this part, it's amazing. Yeah, like you said, like and he shows them how to yeah. like have teamwork, and they're showing him how to let go of his grief and rage and yeah, everything. It's, a, yeah. it's an exchange it's like life, right? You know, you help someone, and the other person can help you back. Yeah, it's not ev- just one way. Everybody has different yeah. skills and like different paths that help each other. Yeah. If you're just willing to let them. Yeah, and I mean going back to Spider Man, I think if I'm not wrong, yeah, I think there's this scene when they all, all of them finally work together, and when they are jumping up the s- to the sky, yeah, I think the I think Spider Holland, Spider Holland was the one that became thwipped, the yeah he thwip fli- he thwip the two of them into the into the yeah into the main flip right exactly the, yeah I caught no I I guess it's, it's like a slingshot yeah slingshot yes, yeah. I love it so much man that was such an amazing scene <sighs> yeah and then we get to the part where they start to because of their teamwork uh at Spider Holland's mm. kind of supervision. Yeah. They get to start curing them um one by one. Yes. And yeah. the lizard in the in the hallway of the schools. A throwback yeah. to Andrew uh, Amazing Spider Man. Yep. Lizard was in the hallway as well. Uh and then the Sandman filling up the Lady Liberty. Yes. It's like <laughs> when he was fighting against And he was filling up some Yeah, I think it was a collider. Well. Yeah. And then yeah. uh I noticed as well I, I know as in it was when they cured Sandman, mm. they use this kind of flashing lights thing, which kind of looked like the collider as well. Yep, amazing. The detail is so awesome. And then like Garfield was like, "Oh yeah, I know how to cure lizard. I've done it once before." Yeah. And then they, with that same aerosol spray into his yep. face. Yep. And then next one was Electro, I believe. Doc oh, coming they down. they actually they got they got in trouble because of Electro. Electro kind of have uh, I I can't remember. He captured one of the Spider Man. Is it on his Oh no, he didn't. No, it was they were he was keeping them at a good distance and Doc Ock came down. Oh he pretended to be yeah. electro swimming by capturing the Spider Man. Yeah. And then And then he used his other tentacle to rip out the yeah. arc reactor. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course at that moment you hear the laughter. <sighs> the laughter of Willem Dafoe. Oh my goodness. He has to Can be in Spider Man the... come out and play. Yeah. Which is a callback as well to yes. Sam Raimi's we exactly. called him on the phone. Can yeah. Spider-Man come out to play? Oh my goodness! I yeah. was—I swear, throughout this movie, I was nerding and nerding out so much and freaking out so much about everything. Yes, me too. Yeah. It's oh, so one thing I want to go bring back to back to the scene where Ned was using the ring to bring in the Spider-Man. Uh huh. When Garfield Spider-Man walked through, they were playing the theme. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, the music, An- yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, and then when. Uh, when when yeah. when Maguire walked through, they were playing Danny Elfman's Spider-Man theme, yep. which oh, amazing, and like Danny Elfman and Michael Giacchino, who, b- mm. who like Michael Giacchino is the one who is scoring No Way Home. Yep. Danny Elfman has done quite a few of Marvel things as well. Yep. And oh, that just the n- subtle nods between the two composers is amazing, so lovely, and like in this scene where, in this final scene where. 
uh, it was Spider Holland versus Green Goblin. Yep. And he was not, and he, MJ fell off the tower. Oh, that's one of the best moments. Spi- this, this was my favorite moment. Like right, Spider yeah. Holland jumping down to save her and getting hit by the glider and yep. pulling away. You see Spider Garfield immediately at, yep, jumping down, launching himself in a in like grabbing her and then landing. Yep. It's you see the way and then you see him say like, Are you okay? MJ is like, Yeah, I'm okay. And then you see him crying. Garfield, <laughs> yeah. Garfield's and Spider Garfield breaking down. Yeah. I almost broke down in the theater as well. I mean, MJ did say, Are you okay? Are you okay? And then he's he's just nodding yeah. and he's like crying and ah, oh, that's such a cathartic yeah. scene, man. You see you see Spider Garfield get to deal with his trauma and finally yeah. saving like this world's version of yeah. his Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And even the way he saved her. He was like launching himself down just so he can cradle her and then landing. Which is something I probably have thought he's about. You know? He's probably been like obsessing and thinking about how he whiplashed yeah. Gwen Stacy. Because he chose whip. to use the web. Yeah, yeah, and so him using this modified technique of grabbing MJ and saving her and then crying and oh, oh my goodness. That catharsis of... Mm him getting to finally save someone and dealing with his trauma and him crying, openly yeah. weeping. Andrew Garfield is such a talented actor. He is. Uh, and in this yeah. scene, you see the amazingness. Like, you look at his amazing Spider-Man performance and he has that that smart mouth Spider-Man yes. like, yeah. nailed down. Yeah. And you see this performance from him. Just, oh. I think for me, he is the standout mm, performance I mean, of this whole movie. He's fantastic, definitely. Yeah, And I, I mean... Very hard to argue yeah. against that. Yeah, and like him yeah. leaping down and cradling her, like holding on so tight, trying to save him from whip save her from whiplash. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then you see Spidey One. Yes. Versus Green Goblin. Mm. That fight. And then he's not holding back. He's just full on beating up Goblin. Green Goblin, man. Yeah. And you see Spider Garfield and uh Spider Maguire just stand back. Let him Deal with his, through his rage, tro- yeah. And when he's about to, he grabs the glider and goes, like he grabs the glider and he's about to smash it down. Yep. Like okay, this I loved it so much. It reminded me of Civil War. Uh huh. Captain, Captain America, America right? Smashing yep. down the shield yeah. onto Tony Stark. It reminded me of John Walker in yep. Ca- Falcon with the Soldier, decapitating that dude. Yeah. He was about to f- go full U.S. agent, full John Walker, and yep. freaking just murder, straight up murder Green Goblin. Yeah. And then. Uh, Spider Maguire comes in t- in between, and just that look from him holding back, and like Peter, Peter, but they're all Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Holland just like Spider One, Spider One just kind of understood in that moment. Yes, I think yeah, that that's the moment of understanding for him, right? Yeah. yeah, and in that moment, I was so afraid. I I told Stephen like, no shit, yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. they're gonna kill Spider Maguire. Yeah, like I was so afraid of that, and indeed he gets stabbed. Yeah. Like immediately after I said that, <laughs> and, but okay, no, he like they managed to because of that that distraction they pulled out the cure and cured the Green Goblin. Yeah, so he's back to Norman Osborn, and then we go to. Oh no! Before that, right before that, the 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 bomb. Yeah. Okay. So actually, I've been wanting to bring you bring us back to that moment yeah, we missed yeah. which is okay so I think we talked about this uh in the after the movie as well right, where yeah. 
we know that Doctor Strange is on the second on another layer of level in terms of power level, right? Mm-hmm. As compared to all the Spider Mans and the because Definitely, I mean, yeah. and and I think it's so brilliant because in that fight, he you know before even uh Green Goblin came, Doctor Strange was there already. He is ho- ho- holding that that cube yeah. thing. Yep. And he wanted to cast a spell, and then Green Goblin come, went to grab the cube itself. Yeah. And then they were fighting they, over it, fighting over it, and if, when finally they got it back. I love the fact that Green Goblin tricked Doctor Strange exactly. and all the Spider-Man with, with the bomb inside, inside it. Inside it already. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, it's so smart. And it the whole it causes an explosion and yeah. after the explosion happened, the spell the spell kind of like it takes expanded. Yeah. 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 And and I think that's where Doctor Strange, being the more powerful one, is being like sustained and mm-hmm. his attention has to be focused on keeping the spell down. And I think that was just amazing writing for an action. Like, you know, you have a such a powerful entity over there. And yet, you hold him down for something that's even more important. Yeah, and yeah, and well, and then that's why the conti- the fight can can continue. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, he he has he has a like definitely this still gives him a part to play in the last big fight. Yeah, probably the most important part as yeah. well. I would say because his his actions will have repercussions in the multiverse. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you, it's definitely something for him to address because nobody else can do it. Yeah. And so he's right there with his freaking spells flying around him. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Trying to seal up the cracks in the sky. Yes. Oh, it's I, such an amazing moment. I love this kind of like story writing, especially for action scene where mm. you have like people with different strengths. Yep. Yet at the same time, they all have different responsibility because the... the What's the word for it? What's the word for it? The... The problems they are they are facing are very different. For example, uh, Doctor Strange is is uniquely, is like, him uniquely they him. Have, they have yeah. the skills uniquely, um, suited to settle these different yes objectives that come up. Yeah, yeah. So he needs to make sure that the the universe don't crack because of this spell. Yeah, and yeah, and while the Spider Mans are fighting one another, uh, not fighting one another, fighting against the Green Goblin. Yep. Yeah. So, oh man, I I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and like no, like, and the writing is just amazing. Mm. You have Doctor Strange being busy with his stuff. You have mm. Spider Garfield being busy saving MJ. Yeah, you have Spider Maguire, you know, coming in at the moment to help Spider Holland. Yep, the writing is just amazing in this movie. Yeah, and like, you go through it, and then once they cure everybody, you know, of course Peter tells Doctor Strange to make everybody forget him. Because there have to be a solution to to the current problem. Yeah. Where, I mean, Dr. Strange couldn't do anything about it at that point in time. He can just hold for... Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, of course, brings us to the end of the movie, which is kind of the soft reboot for the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. And we have a Spider-Man that is so mature. Yeah. So, uh, and he has, go- he has gone through the, you know, the standard Spider-Man's beginning. Yeah. With the quote, yeah, but he's already a developed hero. Yeah, and he saved the universe. Mm-hmm. He saved the universe a couple of times. He saved the multiverse. In fact, I in guess this one, so. Yeah, with his actions, and he's eighteen years old. Technically, he would be twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, the five years, right? Yeah, yeah, but like he's eighteen years old. Yeah, but I think. Yeah, but I mean, Spider-Man has always been a young person, right? Definitely, and yeah. well, early twenties. Yeah. In oh most, most, most iterations. But, okay, so where does this 
where does this put Spider-Man in the MCU? Like, what what are the repercussions? Nobody remembers Peter Parker. They, mm-hmm. they, Spider-Man, as we see in the later credit, later scenes, Spider-Man is still very um, prevalent in all media. Yes, that's right. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson still knows that he came to power, came to prominence because of Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, but Peter Parker is gone. Yeah. So it does really beg the question, what was Doctor Strange's spell? Was it uh, everybody forgets Peter Parker? Does it scrub off all physical evidence of Peter Parker? Because yeah. Flash would have talked about Peter Parker and Spider-Man in his book. Exactly, yeah. Does it scrub the, that evidence? Yeah. So And if it does scrub that evidence, means Peter doesn't have a birth certificate. Uh, his, 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 his whole school life is gone. Yep, yep. Everything, uh, mem- all memories about him is gone, right? I mean, we do see him taking the with the GED book. Means mm. he's trying to get his diploma. Mm. So he's trying to get into college or something. Yeah. And I don't know how how would this move on from here on out. I have no idea, but it still is quite interesting. It's still. A I would love to see yeah. how the story plays out from here. Yeah. Even if this is the end of the Spider-Man trilogy, I really, it's a really nice ending. It's a very good trilogy. It's a very good trilogy yeah. and it's a very good ending for this Spider-Man as well. Yeah. But with the whole symbiote prob- Yeah. yeah the, the, ex- the credit extra credit scene, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. End credit scene with um, what's his name? Oh my goodness. I can't remember. I, I didn't watch Venom but I can't remember his name. I'm blanking. I like... Okay. I'm blanking on his name but the actor... Mm. <sighs> Uh, I can't remember that. Yep. But Venom with his symbiote and then disappearing back into yeah. his universe. Uh, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, and the final scene. Peter was going to tell, like, Peter was going to tell Mary Jane, like, Mary Jane, a- MJ everything again. Yes, yeah. But he decided not to. Because he knows that she's not ready, you know? Well, like, he only decided not to because he saw the band-aid on her head. Yes. He, does, he doesn't want to jeopardize her anymore. Yeah. But, she was okay. So here's the thing. If if the spell wiped out all traces of Peter Parker, mm-hmm. which it had to have, because if not, people could just pick up Flash's book yep. and remember the connection. Yep. How was MJ still wearing the black black Dahlia necklace? Yeah. So those are questions for another time. I yeah. Guess. Oh, yeah. I l- I would love to see what happens from here on out, especially with a few more Spider-Man movies so mm. it can definitely answer all these questions. I really do hope though there's more Spider-Man movies. I really would love yeah. to see at, at least one more. M- one or two more. If not a whole thri- a whole trilogy. But I would love to see a trilogy. I would love to see Sp- this Spider-Man be a part of an Avenger again. Definitely. Definitely, yes. Yeah. I, w- I really want him to be uh, one of the big three Avengers. You know? Yeah, that me too. That would be amazing. There, yeah. And yeah, moving on, you know? the Avengers really need all the help they can get. Because who's going to be the next big three, right? Mm-hmm. Who do they have? They have Doctor Strange. They have Captain Marvel, maybe. They have Spider-Man, probably. I think it's not clear yet at this point. We don't have time, a Black right? Panther anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's difficult to say. We do have another Captain America, I will say. Yep. Which could be another one. But well, I guess we'll have to see where it goes from here. Yeah. Uh, but, oh my goodness. So many things to look forward to in the MCU. You know, you know, I was thinking in terms of going forward, right? What does this mean in the MCU? Okay, this is my, my theory, right? right? Where the fact that when Marvel pull off something like this, a multiverse where Spider-Man from everywhere comes uh-huh. in, 
you know, it actually means not just a TV show yeah, that is now part of the MCU. It means that every single iteration of superhero Marvel superhero movies that has been done before is actually alive somewhere. Yeah, definitely. In other universe. Yeah. And if they want to be part of MCU, it's just a matter of collaboration. Yeah. And I think, well, I think it's a business move by, by Disney. Definitely. Uh, you know, because they're like, hey, come, we have millions of, no, billions of followers <laughs> yeah. and we gonna make you money. We, we you know, be, make a movie that's under our name. Yes. Know? Oh, ben, ben Affleck, Daredevil, man. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> you can finally watch it again. <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay, I think I'm fine. I've been wanting that. to say that actually. I've been fine with that. But what I would love to see was actually Wesley Snipes' blade mm. in this universe. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because then you'll have Deadpool, mm-hmm. who is Ryan Reynolds, and Hannibal King, who is also Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and that would be amazing. Then you know you can see uh Human Torch, Chris Evans, come and, and look at look look at Captain America is like, whoa, that dude kinda looks like me. You know? That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. I would love <laughs> that kind of shenanigans, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I so, mean, I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. Where does Spider-Man No Way Home rank in the Spider-Man movies, you think? Oh. So, uh, by Spider-Man movies, I'm saying the original, the, Sp- the Sam Raimi trilogy, mm. the amazing Spider-Man duology, the home Spider-Man MCU trilogy, yep. and also Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, including I will in. consider it a Spider-Man movie as well. Oh, man. The so last one wh- wh- changed everything. Wh- wh- while, while you're thinking about this, right? Yeah. I will say, like, I hold Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse with the highest regard. And mm. it's been, I think, out of all these movies, still my favorite Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. up until now. Mm-hmm. But I think No Way Home is challenging uh, Into the Spider-Verse for that, that number one slot of Spider-Man movies. Mm. Okay, for me, yeah, that's why when the moment you're into the Spider-Verse, yeah, I, I just kind of stunned because to me, No Way Home is a, it has to be for me the top. Yeah, even now because I okay. think the amount of, it, the amount of closure it creates and the right. amount of opening it's New, cre- new beginnings. New and beginnings like, yeah. and a very good closure for characters that we love Gargoyle and didn't get, yeah. you know, the final movie to end off yeah. nicely. Now they are part of this universe. They met and they're just so amazing. And the writing is so perfect. So I would rank it the top. Followed by Into the Spider-Verse. I would agree actually yeah. because this brings together this this particular movie, this movie in particular weaves together the whole network of all Marvel movies ever created. Exactly, yeah. And that to me is, I mean, it started with Loki to be honest. Yeah, well, but, but this yeah. is the one that really weaved everything together. Yeah. But I would say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse beats out this in one uh, one area in particular. Music? No, no. Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yeah. You got Spider-Man 2099 pointing at the original Spider-Man yeah, and then yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, such an amazing one. <laughs> but yes, you bring up a really good point as well. Uh, the music for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is amazing. Yeah. But... I really love the music for No Way Home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you yeah, have a bit of Jackie, you know, well. you have a bit of Elfman in it, yeah. and oh, Alan Silvestri as well. I believe is somewhere yeah. in there. And the Avengers theme. Yeah. Whenever Peter was in doubt and finally moving on, it's always the Avengers theme song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, amazing. All right, so I have a question for you as well. Okay. Which is your favorite portrayal of Spider-Man and Peter, Spider-Man Peter Parker, out of these four? Um, 
IPs, the Sam Raimi one, the Amazing Spider-Man one, MCU, and uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I think I've always said that I think my favorite Spider-Man is Tom Holland because he he does cover it. I think his introduction was to me like, wow, okay, this is this guy is Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how he's he? I don't think I think again like I, I agree that Garf- Andrew Garfield has the best Spider-Man, has a very tragic storyline mm-hmm. and amazing actor. Uh, Tobey Maguire was my first Spider-Man and I right, watched yeah. it so many times. And, me too. And I, I love how his story went as well, especially with uh, Harry and... Uh, not Harry. Green Harry Osborn. Yeah. Harry, Harry, Harry as well, right? Harry Osborn and... Uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. But I think Tom Holland with the introduction, and him a part of a team, part of uh, the Avengers. Right, definitely. Yeah. To me, that... Yeah. I, to me, they're special. Especially with the... I think I mentioned with the just now how he has the mentor and all... There's a nice progression of growth. And I do like that as, as a hero's journey. Uh, with a good mentor that comes from another movie. And yeah, that's just... That is very yeah. true, yeah. He... I would say... Tom Holland's Spider-Man is the most fortuitous. Of course, Because yes. it has come at a point where they can definitely pull definitely. from... Yes, definitely. ...previous yeah. Spider-Man. Yes. And it is part of a larger picture of yeah. MCU and everything. Mm. I would say he's the most fortuitous, which is also why it probably is the best Spider-Man. I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying like objectively, like based on not not considering all these other factors. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. I am very hopeful for the Into the Spider-Verse uh, Spider-Man, the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yes. He's I amazing. love that movie so much. The art style is... Amazing, right? Yeah. Chef's Kiss. Yeah. And like with the upcoming sequel to that, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Wait, you didn't answer what's your favorite Spider Man? Uh I did Tom Holland. I said because oh, Tom Holland most, as well. Because oh, okay, he's the most okay, fortuitous, right, right. he's yeah. probably gonna be like the best Spider Man. Right. But I do have another question for you as well. Um in the MCU itself, just the MCU, mm-hmm. how does this Spider Man trilogy rank in all the other series kind of IPs and lines? Ooh. Because I'll let you think about it for a bit. I will go ahead with mine. Mm. I am of the firm belief, and you can ask me anytime, that yeah. the best kind of IP or like trilogy in the whole MCU has always been Captain America. Mm-hmm. Because it starts with a fantastic movie. It gets better in Winter Soldier, yep. and it peaks with Civil War. Yep. Right? And up until now, there hasn't been uh, a trilogy or any title series that has challenged Captain America in any way uh-huh, right yeah. the closest would be I would say like Guardians of the Galaxy but that's just because it's pure shenanigans yep even the Avengers quadrology mm-hmm. has its low points right and it doesn't compare in my opinion to the mm. Captain America trilogy mm. but now I think honestly speaking it has good contention Spider-Man trilogy has good contention against the Captain America series because the Captain America series asks every movie asks the bigger question like Mm -hmm. um, how can I be better than a one like the first one was like how can I how how he became the first Avenger the second one is it's about him it's about friendship and it's about bonds Mm. and the third one is about morality and Mm. and every and Captain America stands for a point of like good and everything. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man, he's still a growing hero. Yeah. Which is a more classical hero's journey movie. Yeah. And this trilogy kind of really 
especially with this final installment of this trilogy, it's really pretty perfect. Mm. I would say. I'm trying, like, I know when the movie ended and I went home and I was thinking about it, I was trying to find a bad thing to say about this this No Way Home. I really couldn't think of much. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Wait, so which one's your top again? Still Captain America series? I would say Captain America, but with serious serious contention for this Spider-Man trilogy. Right, okay, okay. I would say that it's... Actually, yeah, actually, Captain America. I think Civil War was a diffi- bit difficult to beat, but I'm not. I'm not including the Avengers series because I think Avengers, to me, it was really good simply because it consists of everything. So I'm kind of taking that out from right, my okay. contention. Uh, I'm including Avengers, okay, but yeah. just for the record, I'm including right, right. Avengers. It doesn't come close to Captain America or Spider Man for me. I see. Okay. Uh, it probably be third. After the okay. two, those two, yeah. Yeah. Spider Man, I think will be second. Uh yeah, Captain America, I think generally I think my, my one of my most watched Marvel show is actually yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Follow actually no. Actually Winter Soldier got taken over by Civil War. Civil War, Winter Soldier, and then uh yeah. the first Avenger. And and yeah, I think that's says it all. I mean I watched uh what's the first one? Homecoming. Yes. Uh, one uh, twice, I think. Then the the second one once. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've watched Homecoming a multitude of times because, <laughs> honestly speaking, it's a very good story. It is a very good story, and it's very yeah. well done. And it oh is. my goodness, the villain, yeah, Michael Keaton, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, because I sometimes just don't want to watch show on repeat, right? So I will definitely. I bet, yeah. yeah, but. I think I've watched yeah. Homecoming way more times than I've ever watched No Way Home. Oh, really? Oh, far from home. Far from home. Yeah. But yes, Homecoming is really amazing. Yeah. I would say if I had to choose, like, okay, so in this Spider-Man trilogy, rank the three movies. Uh, Top will be the uh, No Way Home. Right. Followed by Homecoming and then followed by uh, No Way Home. Right. I hey, w- no, what's the last one again? Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah. I, would, I would agree with that, with that ranking. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I'm all that's that's not I'm not bashing on Far From Home. It's still an amazing movie, mm. but still, and especially when it came, uh, when it came the time it, that it did, being the first movie to follow after the Endgame in the chronologically, chronologically, mm. it was did such an amazing job addressing everything. Yeah, I mean, and like the tragedy of the blip of five years and everything, it it did a really good job. Y- yeah, I I actually really enjoyed the part, the fact that they explored into that, explored right. into that whole uh five years thing, and then the death of a big hero Stark, yeah, and a mentor, yeah, yeah, and how he's always reminded of him because his poster is everywhere, right? You know? Yeah, and affects a person differently, and that's why I say yeah. this Spider Man is the most fortuitous. It has yes, agree. It yeah, had, like a great introduction to Spider Man yeah. in Civil, uh, War. Civil War. Yeah, it had a great opening movie to kind of determine and he has a great mentor in the first movie exactly and then it came at a time the second movie was right after yeah the end game where nobody knew what was going to happen mm. and this was explaining the details of that and then this one is the, with the m- introduction of the multiverse yeah Spider-Man is probably the most fortuitous hero trilogy ever and so that's why when you think about it it's I feel Captain America edges it out edges it out because it doesn't have the benefit of 
the best timing or the proper timing when you compare to Spider Man? I guess so, but I I mean my I I mean I make my decision also not based on that lah. But I guess, yeah. I mean that's for me, yeah. Yeah, but Captain America is amazing. I mean they are both am- amazing series. They oh, are Im- for sure. You yeah. are giving an impossible question, almost impossible. Yeah, question. but that's I mean that's the that's the fun that's of it, right? You, exactly. You get, this, you get to discuss it and you get to really true, talk about true. what you like and enjoy about these movies. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so what what else? What else do you like? What else do you can we discuss about the MCU? So upcoming, we're we're gonna watch Hawkeye soon. Yes. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, we did mention the one thing we didn't like with the second end credits. Oh yeah, I I, I didn't like the second. I mean, I I had, I agreed with your sentiment, but go ahead. Why didn't you like it? I think I didn't like it because uh, Marvel has always been a master at giving Easter eggs and a short clip that doesn't say much yet says a lot of things. Maybe like 30 seconds of conversation and then you're like, oh, this character or like, oh, you know, what is going on here, you know? And then you start speculate for ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But this time around, it was a straight out trailer. Tra- trailer, yeah. And which, you can, which I can watch on YouTube. Which, yeah, I don't want a trailer. I want a short clip. I want to be... A taste. I want to be teased. Exactly, yeah. And not, you don't tell me what to do. You show me what's... Yeah, you know that whole whole storyline of, you know when people uh, you know, people say to tell a story is to, sh- to show them not to tell them, you yeah. know, right? And this feels like I'm telling you there's a Doctor Strange movie coming up yeah. instead of teasing us with a clip from that movie that makes us whoa, he's talking to Wanda for example. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. that would be interesting enough. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, in Spider-Man Far From Home, the mm. end credit scene was. The whole Mysterio revealing... Oh, no, that was the end of the movie, was it? Oh, man, I cannot remember. Far yeah. From Home, right? Yeah. But, it, okay, so I did discuss this with you. I think the perfect way you could have... Like, we're going to watch the, that that end, like, in heavy air quotes, end credit scene mm. of the uh, Multiverse of Madness anyway, because mm-hmm. it's going to be released. So we all, we all know... We probably know that Wanda is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. But what I would have done would be just that scene in the end credits where you have a panning B-roll shot over a field with mm. a house and then you see uh, just that one shot and then you, you you slowly zoom in on this lady cutting a tree and then your, your camera shifts and it's Wanda and she's cutting a tree and then you see Doctor Strange come in and just says, Wanda. And then you end it there. Yeah. That that would have been more than enough. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Then you know, oh, they're gonna be it's just in the next movie bit, together. Just, yeah. Just a taste of it. Yeah. It's I mean, that's already in the trailer. Yeah. But you can just remove that part from the trailer, right? And then just yeah. show the later part. Start from the part where she says, Uh I I know what I did in Westfield, but then you see Doctor Strange say that's not it's not about Westfield, I need mm-hmm. your help. Just cut out that part from the trailer. And then leave it in the end credit scene. I would have been so much happier. I think so too. Then yeah. again, this is also me being nitpicky, and this is the worst thing I could find in this movie. Yep, me too. <laughs> really happy about the movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, we are not we are not here to just bash for fun. I mean, but we're just trying to nitpick little things, I guess. This is yeah. the, and this is the best we could do. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Amazing movie. Uh, I guess shall we have a final opinions? What would you would you recommend this movie to anyone? Oh yeah, I would recommend you watch it. 
and then I recommend you watch it again, and then I recommend you watch it one more time. Yep. Once agree. for each Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think this is a fantastic time to rewatch some of this old Spider Man, which I've been planning to since. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really can't wait. See, here's the thing about this Spider Man's IP, though, that makes me really question. Like, when I watched, um, for example, Encanto, mm. I watched it, or like Shang-Chi, right? Mm. I was like, oh yeah, I watched it and I, I love it so much and I can't wait for it to come out on Disney Plus so I can watch it again. Mm. This Spider-Man can't really do that, can it? Yeah. I So I, I don't know when's the next time we'll I'll be able to stream this Spider-Man because I know they had, Sony has like a deal with Netflix or something. Right. Which yeah. is, that's why Homecoming and Far From Home it's was on Netflix, Netflix right? not yeah. on Disney Plus. So I really don't know when the next time I'll be able to stream this I mean, I, pr- I could probably catch it on a stream of the Isle of Tortuga. I guess so, yeah, but... But, you know, officially, I don't think it's going on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Not for the foreseeable future, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I would definitely recommend it, watching it in theatres as many times as you can mm. to enjoy it. But, of course, you know, be safe when you watch it in theatres. Like, you know, make sure you you're, you wear your mask, you're vaccinated and everything. <laughs> yes. Like, the, yeah, yeah. like don't 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 get COVID just because of Spider-Man you know that's ridiculous but you know I would recommend it I, I, I'm probably gonna watch it again yeah I, I I hope I have the time to watch it I do want to watch it again I really yeah. do want to watch it again yeah yeah okay uh, if it's awesomeness if the, how great this movie was compared to how dangerous a D&D monster would be what would you rank it I would say an ancient great dragon definitely ancient yeah. great dragon yeah this is this ancient red dragon levels of amazing yeah and so you need to like if you haven't it's watched it's a it must yet, watch really yeah, it's a must if I mean you if you're if a Marvel fan obviously yeah even if you're not it's a really good movie yes like, if you're not it's a really good movie if yeah. you haven't watched it yet why are you listening to us talk about all the spoilers go watch it first then listen to us and then nerd out with us and if you already have watched it why not second time yeah, exactly yeah you know so what, like once you've watched this once you listen to this watch it a second time and then remember all the things we mentioned you know and then look for even more details and then you know you can contact us on Twitter on Instagram on anything exactly. that you can yeah. find and then just you know start a conversation with us we're more than happy to be nerds together with anyone yeah and shall we then I think that's uh, I think this is about it all we can talk about Spider-Man you know if you feel like you want to talk more please feel free to reach out And for now, I've been Nathaniel. And I'm Steven. Thank you for listening and goodbye.